You're listening to Mix 1049. Now, the Northern Territory Police Association is calling for the immediate reinstatement of the City Safe Patrol Group following yet another assault on a frontline worker, well, in the CBD on the weekend. A member was kicked in the head while attempting to arrest a woman on uh, Edmund Street, as I understand it. The assault is another incident of violence against our Northern Territory Police in the last week. And joining me on the line is the Police Association President, Paul McHugh. Hi, Paul. Good morning, Katie. Paul, what is the City Safe Patrol Group? Yeah, Katie, look, it, it used to be a group of um, police who would patrol the, the city streets effectively, primarily on foot. Um, they would have, obviously, um, some vehicles to assist uh, when they needed, but um, it, was, it was a group of police. They would walk through uh, our pubs and clubs um, in that main area down Mitchell Street and, and some other city streets and just keep an eye on, on the general public and, and um, you know, walk through the premises, make sure everyone was behaving and obviously assist when things went pear-shaped and, um, you know, they haven't been in place for some time now. So why did they cease? Was it as a result of COVID? Yeah, look, obviously, it, primarily you would think because of resourcing uh, pressures, COVID, um, you know, impacted a whole range of sections and no doubt, um, you know, they were looking for, for police to be in vans and one way was to find uh, units such as City Safe and remove them uh, from the streets and put them back in vans, but it's had a, obviously a detrimental effect, sadly. Well, and we know over the course of the weekend there was obviously the incident uh, where there was a fight, a number of people involved in a fight earlier in the weekend, and then there was the incident where a police officer was assaulted. Uh, how big yep. a difference do you think having this group reintroduced or having this patrol reintroduced would have in situations like this? Oh, it's an enormous um, impact. You know, obviously they were high-visibility patrols. They would walk up and down the beat. Um, people would know they were there. They'd walk through the nightclubs and pubs, as I said. Uh, you know, patrons knew full well there were police in the CBD, but with the removal of that unit, uh, it put an enormous impact on the front line. You know, our general duties often down to one van uh, on a night shift, as, as was the case uh, when this assault took place. So from our perspective, it not only was an unsafe workplace for our members but of course the community suffer because there were a lack of resources to assist so um, you know it's really a dangerous situation when you've got alcohol fueled um, violence you've got you know many um, many members of the public there topped up on grog and they, they want to become heroes and they want to egg on anyone who's having a crack at the police and of course it becomes a very dangerous situation for our for our troops on the beat. Paul have you had any update on how that police officer is is going at the moment? Yeah, look, I believe he's doing okay, but obviously a very dangerous situation when, you know, he was a, he was attacked, and of course, then other members of the public thought, you know, they'd try and be heroes as well, and of course they had to resort to trying to get back up from another sector within Darwin, um, you know. But it's just one of many assaults as we've spoken about recently, you know, from Alice Springs, Catherine, Port Keats, Tennant Creek. I mean, it's happening far too often, um, and you know, and, and we're coming up to the tourist season, we're coming up to the dry season. Uh, where we're going to see a whole bunch of more people now with borders open up. And, you know, we need uh, more police on the beat than ever before. So do you feel as though these incidents do expose a lack of police resources within our CBD? Yeah, well, obviously, uh, you know, there's no doubt when the City Safe Patrol uh, ceased to exist uh, and, and our other social order patrol units cease to exist, um, it put all the pressure back on to our general duties police who are... Um, you know, sadly uh, struggling at the moment to get more than one to two vans on the road. And quite regularly I'm hearing, 
of only one van in the Darwin sector. Now, remember, Darwin doesn't just include the CBD. It goes all the way out to the new Nyquist station and many other areas around the city. So, mm. um, you know, it's a huge area to cover. And um, let's not forget impacting this as well as the closure of the Darwin Watch House. So if that unit was to make an arrest or apprehend somebody, you know, they're heading out to Palmerston for probably an hour and a half. And I'm not trying to be alarmist here, but, you know, this is the reality of what our people are facing. Mm. Um, you know, the, the, the general duties and other, other sections are facing in the Darwin area at the, t- at the moment and other areas within the police. Paul, uh, the issue of public drunkenness is something that we've spoken about on so many occasions on this show. In fact, I would say it's been one of the biggest issues since the beginning of the year. Now, I don't mean mm. sort of, um, you know, what we've, we've spoken about this morning in terms of outside uh, licensed venues or, you know, or around that precinct. Um, but I mean some of the issues that we're seeing as well with antisocial behaviour um, just in the streets through the day and night. Uh, We know that we've got a a lot of people in town from other communities. What impact is that having, do you think, on our police at the moment? And could we be doing things a bit differently? Yeah, look, it's an enormous impact, uh, you know, across the board, really, because obviously the more, um, you know, more incidents that take place on the streets, the more drunken behaviour, the more assaults, you know, that impacts on resourcing dramatically, not just for general duties, but for our crime members. Um, our forensic people. I mean, it, it impacts across the board, and um, so the more we can do it in the proactive space, having pl- having city safe units, having social order units, it, it can really impact at the front end and try and reduce, uh, you know, that back end uh, additional work required when assaults and, and, and crimes do take place. So, uh, the more we can do at the front end, the better. And, and obviously, there's no doubt on positive uh, that police management would be certainly looking at this right now and thinking, mm-hmm. how can we find additional resources to make this happen, I'm sure. Paul, just very quickly, can you tell us what the social order units were and, um, and you know, how long it's been since they've been operational? Yeah, look, they, they're another, uh, I guess, impact of COVID. Um, social order primarily consisted of, of police uh, uh, officers and Aboriginal community police officers based out of, of the old Nyquist station, and they would, um, you know, each day work day and evening shift um, in all sectors of Darwin, uh, just really focusing on that um, on the drunken behaviour or mm. or social uh, social order problems, and you know when that disbanded, of course that that was further impacting our general duties. So you just simply don't have the time uh, or the resources to to be doing that as well as their other jobs they're required to attend to. So it does sound as though, and I mean, I know that the Northern Territory Government has obviously got some serious work to do in this space. Uh, it does sound mm. as though there are a few levers though that could be pulled, uh, even from the police perspective. Yeah, look, no, no doubt, and 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 look, I'm I'm almost certain, you know, industries such as hospitality, NT, and and those people that represent a lot of these um, alcohol uh, establishments mm. would be supportive of that. I'm sure the last thing they want to see is is drunken behaviour turn pear shaped out on the streets. And of course, we want to make sure our people are safe. And one way to do that is to reintroduce units such as City Safe. Well, Police Association President Paul McHugh, we always appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having a chat with us this morning. No problem, Katie. Cheers. Thank you.